This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Becky All Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe L, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. The voices there are Jim Nance, Tony Romo calling the end of the Cowboys 49ers playoff game yesterday. What a way for a playoff game to end. Uh, jubilation for the Niners. They're headed to Lambeau and for the Cowboys. Well, they're left to wonder what was. After scoring over 500 points this season, they go out in round one. Let's talk about that. The decision-making there, the coaching there, Mike Lombardi, he's joining us on the Roman guest line to talk wild card weekend. Mike, we'll start right there. Cowboys lose at home to the 49ers. Uh, and really, the end of that game is what everyone keeps talking about there. The run by Dak Prescott, not enough time to get up and spike it. They end it there. What did you make of the way the Cowboys performed yesterday and the end-of-game decision-making? Well, I mean, through the entire game, their uh, performance was abysmal. I mean, they had 14 penalties. They had so many self-inflicted wounds that, you know, they looked like a poorly coached team that wasn't prepared to play in a game that they needed to play really well in. You know, they never could get control of the game offensively or defensively. And, you know, they had great opportunities. I mean, they had the ball at the end of the half. They couldn't score. They had the ball at the beginning of the third quarter. They couldn't score. They controlled the middle eight and did nothing with it. You know, they really have nobody to blame but themselves. I mean, the last play that McCarthy blames on analytics, but, I mean, when did he start listening to analytics? I thought Kellen Moore was the greatest offensive coordinator in the history of football. So, to me, it, it was just they deserve what they got, and that was a first-round playoff loss. Look, I mean, over the last – since 1996, I think the Cowboys are 4-11 in playoff games. I mean, we, we pump them up as if they're going to be able to dominate, and yet they disappoint us every time they get there. And Michael, speaking of Kellen Moore, he's on that short list of names that keeps popping up for uh, for a possible head coaching gig. That's a tough sell right now. After the way that game ended yesterday and that offense putting up 17 points against uh, a pretty soft San Francisco secondary, that's a tough sell. Is there any way uh, you think a team can bring him in as the head coach? I mean, I don't think he's ready. I mean, I think he it's gonna. I think he could probably benefit from it. I remember. You know, when we when I was at the Raiders in 2000 and after the 2003 season, we tried to hire Sean Payton as the head coach of the Raiders, and and Jerry stepped in and paid Payton, you know, a lot of money to keep him. I suspect that the situation in Dallas, if he does lose Quinn to Denver this week, that I do think he would probably want to keep more and not go through two coordinator changes. But look, I mean, with some of the names that are getting interviewed, I mean, Jonathan Gannon has two interviews for head coaching jobs and his defense hasn't stopped anybody. I mean, 28, he threw, you know, in the five games before he played Brady yesterday uh, against really good quarterbacks, they, he only had 28 incompletions. And yesterday Brady only had another eight incompletions and probably two of them were because the receiver stopped in the route. So 
you know, the one thing about picking a head coach, I think you really have to understand this, is it's really not about a selection process. It's about an election process. And that's really why some of these guys get interviews. I mean, seriously, Jonathan Gannon has two interviews for a head coaching job. Don Martindale, who's been a really good defense coordinator for the Ravens, he doesn't have any. That's a good point. Um, now that we're talking big picture, what do you think, you know, the Steelers do in terms of their quarterback position? Do they draft? Do they try to get a veteran? I think that's the hard, I mean, just get in line. I mean, they're like being at the DMV in New York city. There's a long line, you know, they're going to have a hard time getting it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of teams that want it. I mean, they, they were counting on Mason Rudolph to be the heir apparent. Obviously that's not going to work out. Look, when, when this season started, they knew, that they took Ben back out of loyalty. I mean, they knew Ben was done. They knew Ben was done. And, but they felt like the franchise owed it to him to play one more year. And then he took the pay cut, and they really had no choice. So they've been in this situation. They've known about it, and now they have to act on it. And it's going to be hard. I mean, this whole team needs to be reconfigured again. It's going to be a challenge. I think Mike, Mike Tomlin did an incredible job. But, you know, we all paid a price because of Staley's timeout and and the way the Raider game ended. I mean, we would have much rather seen the, the Chargers and the Colts, who are more deserving to get in the playoffs as a better team than the Steelers, but yet they weren't better in terms of the one-loss record. Mike, let's go back to Saturday afternoon, first game of Wild Card Weekend. The whistle, we've been talking about it here at the beginning of this show. The whistle on Saturday, Burrow falling out of bounds, throws a touchdown, there's the whistle there in the middle of the play. They count the touchdown. What what did you make of that? I mean, you could go back and watch it a few times, see how much it impacted the play. But the bottom line is there was a whistle blown in the middle of a play. That play should be dead. Yeah, I mean, but the NFL is better than the Warren Commission. They can cover up anything. I mean, they said it happened afterwards. Now, instead of having the magic bullet theory, we have the magic whistle theory, you know, which is uh, interesting. But, look, that, that didn't settle the outcome of the game. I mean, you know, it happened in the second quarter and, you know, it happened, right? I think what was more alarming and more should be focused on instead of the officials is Derek Carr's decision to spike the ball at first and goal at the nine with 29 seconds left to go in the game. I mean, where's his game management? Where's his game theory? Like, who's talking to him in the headset to not spike it? Who's telling him? I mean, that was as bad a play as you could possibly get. And so for me, you know, I mean, that was they lost a play to throw the ball in the end zone and then compounded it even further by throwing the ball short in the end zone on the last play of the game. I mean, even if even if Zay Jones catches that ball, it's not going to be a touchdown. The game's over. You know, so to me, I think the Raiders had every opportunity to win that game. The, the Bengals kept them around because of their inability to put touchdowns on the board and had to settle for field goals. And at the end of the day, when the Raiders look back on that game, they gave the ball 13 times to Josh Jacobs. He averaged 6.2 yards a carry. They put the ball in, in, in Derek Carr's hands 54 times. You know, that imbalance is what cost them, not, not the whistle. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After a week of hearing that he can't play in the cold, Josh Allen with an all-time performance. Yeah. I, I don't even know if the defense mattered at that point. I, have you ever seen a Bill Belichick uh, defense get torched like that? Well, I've never seen a defense as slow as they were. I mean, they were really slow. And I think they, you know, I think this happens. And since the bye week, you know, we've been trying to understand what's going on with the Patriots, Mac Jones's wall. But I think ultimately at the end of the day, the older players on the Patriots team, the, the players who are going to be free agents next season, the Hightowers, the McCourties, the Jamie Collins, the Van Noys, those older guys, I mean, they look like they couldn't run. And, and it showed up from the first play of the game to the last. This was just, to me, another example of what happened in, in New England uh, when they didn't punt. I mean, this is two games now that the Bills haven't punted. This is a bad matchup for them. I mean, the, the, the Josh Allen and the Bills are way too fast than the uh, Patriots' defense, and I think it was a sobering lesson. Look, it's a great season for the Patriots. They made the playoffs. They start their rebuilding but their defense needs to really improve if they're going to catch the Bills at any time soon. The Bills dominated. The Bills have dominated them in the last eight quarters of football significantly, and I'm sure that'll resonate with the head coach of the Patriots. Mike, who do you like tonight? Cardinals at Rams, side, total, props? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm leaning towards t- taking the points and the, and, the, and the cards here. I just think, to me, it'll be a close game. You know, the line opened at four. It went down to three and a half. It's kind of stayed right there right now. You know, I think the, the, a lot of the money has come in on the ticket count is, is significant on the Cardinals. Murray's got to play good. I mean, this is a game where two quarterbacks have a lot of fanfare, a lot of press, a lot of conversations about how great they are, but they haven't played great over the last month of the season. I mean, the turnovers by Stafford, eight turnovers in the last three games is alarming. I think the pressure's on the Rams. I mean, look, the Rams have gone all in. I mean, they're all in in the game, right? They're all in on the season. If they lose this game – you know, where, I mean, what do they do? They gave up a lot of draft picks for Stafford. They gave up two and a three for Von Miller. You know, they're a desperate team. Now, will they play like a desperate team tonight? I'm sure they'll start off that way. But the Cardinals have ability to play on the road, and Murray's got to make plays with his feet. I think Murray's got to run around. I think they're taking the dog here. The dogs didn't do well this week at all, as we know. The only dog that, that, won, that, that covered was San Francisco. So, you know, I'm leaning towards the dog here. Mike, you, uh, we're talking here about quarterbacks and you get in line. You mentioned the Steelers there. The Eagles yesterday, they lay an egg in their first playoff game with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. They have three number one picks. Do you think the Eagles are close enough that it's worth trying to significantly upgrade a quarterback, or is the roster not ready to go use the resources they have to upgrade over Hurts? You know, I, I think what we learned about, you know, playoff games are revealing, right? I mean, we learned the Patriots are way too slow on defense. You know, we, we learned that the Raiders can't put the ball in Derek Carr's hand. We also learned what we all suspected for most of the year, but the Eagles' schedule was so soft, we couldn't do anything. We also learned that, you know, that, that Hurts can't throw the football when he has to throw it, that the running game is what matters. We saw it the first part of the season when the Eagles tried to be a passing team. And then they morphed into this run team, and they had success. Of course, they didn't play anybody. You know, they didn't beat a playoff team the whole season. And their defense isn't very good either. So I think they know they need a quarterback. I think they know they need somebody. I don't know if they could use those three picks to get it uh, because there may not be one to pick this year in the draft. It's all, it's all circumstantial, whether you can get it or not. But 
I do think Hertz has proven he proved it at Alabama, he proved it at Oklahoma, and he proved it yesterday that he's not truly a pure passer in the league. If you want to run play action and you want to build a run game, that's great. But if you're going to count on him to lead a team through the playoffs because of his ability to throw the football with accuracy and timing, I think that's a mistake. Michael, we've got seven uh, head coaching openings. Don't know uh, what Vegas is going to do with their situation there, but do you have any predictions, any, any strong feelings uh, where you think some, uh, some coaches are going to land? Uh, you know, I think Dan Quinn will get the Denver job. I definitely don't think that Bill O'Brien – I don't think Bill O'Brien's a candidate in Jacksonville any longer. I don't know if Doug Peterson is. I think Jacksonville is going to take more time to make their decision. Would be surprised if Jacksonville made a decision this week. I think they'll make it next week. I think they're going to continue to try to interview people to get through this. Uh, but I don't have a read on it. I mean, like I said earlier, this is a political process. It's not about selection. Bill Walsh said in 1984, uh, this isn't always the best of the brightest. And I think you'll see what what coach fits perfectly for the organizational structure that they want. I, I could see Miami hiring Jim Caldwell, uh, you know, as their next coach. I think Brian Flores is certainly too good of a coach not to be out there, to be out there on the street. And I think he'll get a job. But I don't have any clear cut saying this is what's going to happen today. Uh, with, with Chicago, it seems like Bill Polian's running the show there. Uh, any connections there that, that you think could land there? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, I really don't. I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting okay. to see. You know, I mean, the problem with – look, Bill Polian is a Hall of Fame executive, and he did a remarkable job in Buffalo and Indianapolis and Carolina. But, you know, he, the, the problem with filling these jobs is you better know what you need. The, you better understand exactly what you need to fix the current problems and where they are. You know, Nagy got fired, and you've got to figure out why the problems crept up on him. And I think this is what happens. A lot of guys hire consultants outside. I mean, Detroit hired a consultant to pick their general manager. He got fired three years later. Chicago hired a consultant to pick their last general manager, Ryan Pace, and, and it didn't work out. You know, and then the Giants hired a consultant to pick Dave Gettleman, and that didn't work out. So I think, I think it's more about knowing what you need than it is – uh, outsourcing it to somebody who has knowledge of the game but doesn't have specific knowledge of your team. Looking ahead to Saturday, what are you expecting from the Titans? They get Derrick Henry back, um, three-point favorites hosting the Bengals on Saturday. Well, I think, look, if we know anything about playoff football, it's all about situation, right? I mean, the fact that the Cowboys didn't hand the ball to the referee on that play the fact that the Cowboys couldn't handle the middle eight, it, it's all about situations. The best, one of the best situation teams this year, the reason they're the number one seed in the AFC is because they can handle situations, and that's the Tennessee Titans. So, 
you know, Cincinnati is beat up in the defensive front. You know, I think that game, the Raiders let them off the hook. I mean, like I said earlier, 13 carries for Josh Jacobs is ridiculous, especially considering how beat up that Bengal defense was. So I think this is going to be a tough matchup for Cincinnati. Now, look, you can attack Tennessee down the field, but they're resourceful. I mean, as good as San Francisco played yesterday against Dallas, Tennessee was 9 for 16 on them in third down. You know, and they did exactly what they needed to do to win that game. It won't be pretty. It'll be a close game. But I think Tennessee's the better team. Mike, quickly here, Niners-Packers. First off, four and a half is the number. Packers are fair. We'll see on the injury report for the Niners. A little banged up after yesterday. What's your thought on that game? You know, I think they got to control it with their defensive front. And, you know, I, I would never bet against Aaron Rodgers come this time of the year. That was Mike Lombardi. We appreciate you hopping on on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. We appreciate Mike hopping on there. It sounds like, just from, from hearing him there for a couple of minutes, that this is going to be a wild quarterback carousel. Like it, it, he Basically, he said, get in line for the Steelers. That all these teams, and you can, and Joe, you went through some of the names. You could probably go through 10, 12 teams that might change quarterbacks yep. this offseason. Yep. It's a lot. Uh, remember years ago, this never, ever happened. Ever. Never. In recent se- seasons, uh, quarterbacks much more willing to move as well, and some want to get the hell out of Dodge, like in the Northwest. Yeah, and I think Tom Brady showed everyone, look, you could, uh, you don't need a, a lot of continuity. Go to a new team, boom, you go win the Super Bowl the first year. I think it changed the NFL. We'll see a lot of quarterback movement. We have two AFC playoff games set for the division round. We'll talk about those next, given the lines and the totals on those games on the other side. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck, you all daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.